What is up, Nerds Nation? Welcome to the FN Nerds Podcast. My name is Nick Venizio, and sitting across from me is my dude, Martin Moreno. I know. I know. Uh, today we are going to review Tenant, Christopher Nolan's latest Mindbender. But before we get started, if you guys are watching on YouTube, make sure you give us a thumbs up and click that subscribe button. And if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else, please check back each week as we try to upload new content for you guys to listen to. Armed with only one word, Tenant, and fighting for the survival of the entire world, a protagonist journeys through a twilight world of international espionage on a mission that will unfold in something beyond real time. All right, guys, so there's going to be a lot to dive into for this, so this is how we're going to go about it. We're going to give our spoiler-free thoughts on Tenant, and we promise not to give anything away, because I feel like even if we did go into spoilers, no one would understand what the hell we were talking about. <laughs> uh, so we're going to do that, and then we're going to dive into spoiler territory, and we are going to give you guys a warning when we will go into spoilers, uh, and then after you guys watch Tenant, if you decide to go see it, come back and watch the rest of the video. All right, so Martin. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, uh, spoiler free, <sighs> what did you think of Tenant? All right, well, I know I used this reference a few episodes ago. It's the part where the mouse is picking up the corn in Cinderella. Yes. When he's got all the corn, he's like trying to pick it all up. That was me with my brain. <laughs> it was like all over the floor. I was trying to pick it up. Uh, it's just another ambitious Christopher Nolan movie. Uh, Nolan, look, he swings for the fences. Yes. And he's not scared to, and I appreciate it. I applaud him for it. Uh, however, we literally, um, I think this is kind of the word that's being thrown around a lot. I, I still can't really fully understand and grasp everything that happened, so I can't mm -hmm. really give a proper consensus, so to speak. Yeah. I will say that there is a lot to appreciate from this film if you turn your brain off. Yeah. Uh, if you just kind of appreciate the sort of um, the large cinematic filmmaking uh, it's it's literally, it's literally a feat. Some of the stuff that he pulled off, and that's obviously that's classic Christopher Nolan. The guy's a world class talent, and uh, unlike some movies, actually, I'm probably not gonna I'm not gonna say that. I'm just gonna simply say <laughs> that uh, there is a lot of Marvel in this movie, so to speak. A lot of uh, grand shit that happens that is 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 like you you appreciate it for it. For, from like a filmmaking perspective, but at the same time, it's a little tough to just kind of enjoy it in its full, in, in its, its entirety. It's full, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I, it's just like, just sprinkles. It's all it's all over the place. It's just sprinkles. Yeah. Just sprinkles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, would, I would agree. I think this is Nolan's uh, least accessible film when like at least on like a first watch mm -hmm. because you watch it and there were there were times where i you know like I, i'm like all right i kind of have it and then something happens and I, I feel like it just knocks me back a couple pegs and then i'm lost like by the time we get to the third act i'm like i don't know what's happening <laughs> I, that was me by the time we got to the second act yeah. we got like about halfway through the big climax in the second act and it's funny because we made this joke of how <clears throat> excuse me of how the film is about like inverting time mm-hmm and you're literally, like you said, you're getting knocked backwards as the movie's moving, moving forward. forward. So in a way, that guy fucking gets you. Yes. He's like, ha, 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 ha. Ah, got you. You're in it. You're literally being inverted right now. And yes. it's just like, Nolan. <laughs> oh, Nolan. You wizard. You wizard, you. You wizard. You're a wizard, Harry. I'm a what? I will say, though, that the movie definitely requires multiple viewings, regardless of whether or not... Um, you know, you enjoy it on on a first watch. I think it's one of those movies because like if, if you're like us, we like to rewatch movies. I know plenty of people that love to just watch movies once and then that's it. They have mm -hmm. no interest in revisiting again. I love rewatching movies. I love going back in. I love finding the little details and things like that. But this is a movie that I feel like absolutely requires 
two, three, four, maybe even five viewings, again, to fully grasp everything that's going on. And Multiple viewings per act. So watch the first act like 10 times. Yeah. Get that. <laughs> get All right, that. cool. And then go to the second act, watch that 10 times, get it, and then... You know, yes. slowly but surely, you'll make your way there. Right. But then focusing on, like you were saying, focusing on uh, some of just like the breaking down the aspects of it. The directing is is a plus. I think, you know, all of Nolan's talents are fully on display here. I think it's one of his best directed movies, even mm-hmm. though from a story and a structure standpoint, it's very confusing. So we can definitely get into later how we feel about the writing of the movie and the structure of it. But from a, just a straight up directing aspect is just it's phenomenal what he's able to pull off. The fact that everything is done in camera. There's no green screen. And it's just it's all it's, just, it's a it's big spectacle to see on screen. Out. Yeah. Like that's literally him executing a vision that he had. Like it's almost like he had this in his head. Of how he was, of how he wanted this movie to play out. Mm-hmm. He got the resource resource for it, and then he literally executed everything so well. Right. And it's just like you said, there's little to no green screen, and the fact that it was all practical and obviously tweaked in some ways. Yeah, there's but, there's, there's definitely CG in yeah, the movie, but, but it's, it's you still, can tell it's everything still, shot like, on location. The, the the things that he was able to accomplish from a practical standpoint, from like you said, an on camera location directing standpoint, like it's it's insane. Yeah, and it's like just. Massive kudos to the guy. Absolutely. Uh, the cinematography, Hoyt Van Hoyden, who's returning after working with Nolan on Interstellar and Dunkirk, is back again, does fantastic work here. Uh, Ludwig Gorison's score amazing. is amazing. It's probably one of my most favorite aspects of the movie is how mm-hmm. good that score is. I know I'm going to be listening to it nonstop from here on out. Uh, the acting is from across the board. Re- I really, I really liked all of it. Like I didn't, yeah. ha- I didn't have an issue with any of the acting. John David Washington, who plays the protagonist, doesn't even have a name. He's just called the protagonist. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Just really like you know, it's it's he's he's your hero, and you're just you're you're with him every step of the way. Robert Pattinson steals every scene that yeah. he's in. He steals like, the movie. He definitely steals the he movie. He steals the movie. If it's, it's Batman. It's like Batman, this, yeah. It was so cool to see him in this. I was and just like, uh, and I'm not going to lie. There was a point where I was like, that's my Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and I never thought I'd be saying that. Yeah. But it is. Yeah. And he was great. Elizabeth Dubecki's awesome. Uh, I think, you know, Nolan does get a lot of shit for how he writes his women characters. And I think she's probably, and just in terms of like, like just characters in general, because like, um, it could also be somewhat of a negative is that there's not a whole lot of backstory given to a lot of these characters, but she gets the most, well, of, she gets most of an arc. Yeah. Some are, but it's just like we said, the way everything's kind of structured and played you out. You don't get it till maybe yeah. later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she has most of an arc and that's kind of where a lot of the emotional stakes are is with her. It's yeah. She's pretty much the, the main, right. she's driving the film. Everything yes. is through her. Pretty Absolutely. Much. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Branagh plays the villain and he's awesome. Yeah, I, he's I, a, I loved him in this yeah. one. He was great. He, he, he goes big. I don't. I don't know if like maybe it's a little too early to be getting into this, but I know you were talking about Christopher Nolan's writing. I think this is him. Okay, I think this movie is literally Nolan with the least amount of restrictions. I think. So I too. think they literally just trusted him, let him do whatever he wanted. I made the joke that they were like, Nolan, what do you want to do for your next movie? Yeah. And he thought about it. He literally came on a piece of paper and <laughs> gave it to Warner Brothers, and they were like. Oh my God! This is amazing. This is, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Let's do this. Here's two hundred fifty million dollars. <laughs> Go crazy! And he was like, "Thank you." And he just like went ahead and he like did it. But the he was having you can tell he was having fun with the writing. There's a lot of uh, comedic sort of sequences. Yes, moments. It's, it's 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 there's a lot of funny moments. Yeah, in which the movie. is very unknown. Yes, uh, John David Washington, like you were saying, I feel I want to see John David Washington do a comedy. Yeah, I know he's he already did his com he did his um his drama with Black Klansman, which has some comedic elements. But here, some of his line delivery is like oddly quirky. Yes, he's like, oh, yeah, like you know his cadence yeah, and like yeah, his yeah. bops and the way he moves, yep. like some the way he like 
says some of his lines. I just want to see him like go full blown to like a comedy and like because I feel like he would like. I think he would. Well, well, I mean, seeing him on because because I for I didn't watch the whole series, but I watched a few seasons with him uh, on Ballers, mm-hmm. and he's he's good in it. Like he's very charismatic. He's very funny. So he would absolutely work in a comedy for sure. Yeah, but even like here, just even moments where he was just trying to be like somewhat. He was literally playing like the the suave guy, so to speak. And there were moments where he was just saying shit that I just I like sometimes where he was. Which we still don't really understand, but when he's trying to be like a seductive character, like yes. you just don't buy it, but you right. don't know if it's supposed to. Like the yeah. movie itself is just like so confusing. I know, like I know. you don't really understand, but but his acting and his line delivery and like I just I just love seeing more of him. Like I really yeah. loved him Black Clansman and seeing him here again. I'm just like I love this dude. I'm, yeah. I'm so ready to see so much more of him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we were. We were asked in, in, in Joshua who was going to steal the movie. Like, was it going to be Robert Pattinson or John David Washington? I thought it was going to be John David Washington. Mm-hmm. I thought he was the lead for a reason. I thought he was, it was going to, like, we were going to leave and it was going to be his movie. Mm-hmm. But to me, every single time Pattinson was on screen, I was just more engaged. And I wa- and I was looking forward to the moments when he was going to come back. Yes. And I just loved every single second of him yep. in the movie. And I'm just like... Give me, give me a movie on this, this, this guy. Like, it was, it, it was also too. Like, I just love how much he just like, and that's the thing with when Nolan has a movie come out, and there's a reason why he goes back to specific actors to bring them back. Uh, like, it was nice seeing Michael Caine again. You know, giving you know, which again one, was like one scene, one of like the early sort of comedic moments in the movie. Yes, absolutely. When they're just having this like silly kind of banter, and then he's like making cracking jokes at, at what he's wearing, which is not really a spoiler, but I was just like, this is I like, I was like, this is so different. Like, yeah. I just. This was literally, I think, I think at that point, right after that scene, um, that's really when I was like, dude, they literally let him do whatever the fuck he wanted. Yeah. And he just took full advantage of it. Yeah, absolutely. The other aspect that I thought was phenomenal is the action scenes. Mm-hmm. But the action scenes were absolutely top notch. And I would say this also goes back to me saying that Nolan, like, like that this is his best directed movie is same thing with the action scenes. Some of these action scenes are some of my favorite that he's done mm-hmm. and not even just the whole, I mean, like when the inversion comes in, it gets absolutely wild. Like, especially when you get to s- some of the, some of the aspects, uh, when they're pulling off uh, some heists and different things like that, there's a whole scene that takes place in a hallway that reminds me a little bit of the hallway scene in Inception. And there's a whole thing on a f- whole chase on a freeway that somewhat reminds me a little bit of the Dark Knight. And you just get this, just this, the, when, when, as soon as they introduce the inversion into it, it just completely flips everything on its head and gives you something that me personally, I haven't seen anything like that done before. And I absolutely loved it. Like when I'm, when I was watching those scenes, I was like, oh my God, this is why. I love coming to the movies. This is why I love watching Nolan movies, like just for this right. kind of shit. Is this like those? That's what I'm saying. Like when we're talking about, like when I was talking about, like the sprinkles, mm-hmm. I, like the sprinkles. The ice cream was for me. I'm still trying to figure it out, but the sprinkles on the ice cream metaphor were really good. Yeah, like some of these little sprinkles that were on there. Um, but in terms of like the the context and and how it worked into the larger picture, like it was you're just literally watching, um, like sort of you're watching scenes. Yeah. And it's almost like if you were just to like be dropped in the movie and you just saw, saw the scene, it wouldn't be any different than watching it because you kind of don't know what's going on, but it just looks cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I would say that, that this is one where Nolan really plays with the structure. And and the thing thing with Nolan is, and I've, I've seen him get a lot of hate, especially for this movie, because of how the movie's structured. And like this really isn't going to be a spoiler or anything like that, but I think... I think what Nolan, what Nolan's doing, if I had to guess, is just just knowing the type of director that he is and the type of artist that he is, is he likes to try to play 
with how you can tell a story. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it's going to work, that's that's one thing. But then it's like you said, how he takes big swings. So he's trying to figure out new ways to tell a story. Yeah, and he's always just pushing the he's envelope. He's always just pushing the envelope. And sometimes it's going to work, sometimes it's not. And whether or not here it works for you or doesn't, that's up to you. But I do appreciate the fact that he is trying to you know, push these boundaries and figure out what works and what doesn't. And this is only going to make him him a better director going forward with what he can and can't do. This is going to make other people better directors by seeing what he can do and being like, you know what? I appreciate what he's doing here, but I think I can do it this way and I think I can do it better. You know exactly. what I mean? Like that's the type of influence that he has going forward, which is why he's so revered in the industry, why he has such a big fan base. And yeah. Hashtag trendsetter. Trendsetter. Influencer. Um, but there, yeah. I was going to say, is there anything else you want to jump into before we anything else you want to comment on before we go into spoiler territory well i mean um are we going to give our grade before at the end or are we going to give our grade now? we'll probably get it at the end so okay. we, we will we will give our 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 score at the end and on youtube i'll make sure that i actually like tag it so that if people want to like skip to the end they can just easily skip to the end to what the score is okay uh yeah no i mean i think that's pretty much in terms of like general consensus that's kind of where i stand it's like i appreciate some of the stuff that he was going for however just as of now, in terms of like the larger picture, I just had a lot of issues mm-hmm. with, with the movie. Right. All right. So now, guys, we're going to jump into spoilers. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie, leave. Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here! Or come in. <laughs> or come in, depending on if you're inversion. Yeah, if, if you're if, inverted If, if you're not. inverted right now. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to now jump into spoiler territory. And so I guess we'll do it like how we normally do our reviews. We'll give our positives. We'll give our negatives. Mm-hmm. We can really dive into some of the nitty gritty details of it. And uh, yeah, so let's uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, for starters, we sat down, right? Yes. And I was like pumped. I lost the bet. I was like, whatever. I'm <laughs> yeah, ready. Martin lost on the burrito I'm bet. ready to see a, a Nolan movie. And the second we start off, I was just so in. The opera the scene. The opera scene. The ticking clock, which we get like in almost every single fucking Nolan movie. Right. The way they come out, they line up, this score comes in. Everything just felt... The, I, I feel like Nolan guns yeah. are like its own thing. Yes. Like no, the Nolan gun sounds and Nolan gun deaths. I don't know. If, like You can literally take all all his... Like from like Inception, the Dark Knight movies. They're all like the same. Yeah. It's almost I like... <laughs> it's almost like... You can probably put them together and you think like it's all like from one movie. Mm-hmm. But everything just felt so... Nolan. Yes. Um, and then um, when the movie starts playing out, we start getting some audio issues, which is all, which is kind of like a, a Nolan thing. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll definitely dive into that for sure. Right, but that's kind of where the problem started because mm-hmm. for me, we get some dialogue that I couldn't really understand what was going on, and the movie is fucking fast. Yes. The movie just goes and goes and goes and goes and goes. So in those like few seconds that I was trying in my brain to figure out what they were saying and what was going on, um, I got inverted. Yeah, yeah. He because as the movie was moving for as the movie was going forward, I was going backwards. backwards. Yep. And then I kept trying to catch up, and it, and I just kept going. I just kept getting more and more backed up to the point. Like I said, when we got to, because we're in spoilers now. When we got to the heist scene, by that point I was completely which which heist scene the the art the art the first one. Okay, when they're at the Freeport. Yeah, because when we get when they're doing the bungee thing, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. Um, I was still some trying. I was still somewhat trying to get a hold of what was going on. Yeah. Um, but by the time we get to the Freeport, at that point, I was just lost. Yeah. I compl- I had complete... At that point, I made the decision to just turn my brain off. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm just going to watch this because I can't really try to think everything. Well, I was going to say, it's, it's funny you say that because, like, 
you know, w- one of the things that that I that I knew going into it, I, you know, I didn't I didn't tell you this, but I knew that that the the movie had a fast pace just by reading what some of the people were saying, and that the audio was tough to hear at times, especially if you're watching an IMAX because of how the how the mix is, you know, for whatever reason. And I was reading more into this about how Nolan mixes his audio. He it's 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 a very unique way and. There are professional audio mixers in the industry that actually love how he does his how he does his mixes. How it's it's a very um, realistic and gritty feel to it, you know, in terms of not being able to pick up the dialogue, all everything like that. But uh, for a movie like this, as complex as it is, it's very tough when you're trying to understand what's happening mm-hmm. and not knowing. And also when people are talking and they're giving away very plot heavy, when they're having very plot heavy discussions, you're not being able to pick up on what they're saying. Right. So for me, when it starts and as it's going, I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'm like, let me just pick up at least a little bit of what they're saying so I can try to piece together how, how it's going. And I was doing pretty good up until I think, yeah, I mean, it was, it was just like moments. It was moments in when he first meets Elizabeth Dubeck and they're talking about the art uh, when he's talking with Michael Caine and they're talking about like the, you know, the, you know, when they're basically discussing like who Kath Brana kind of is like, I'm picking up pieces of it, but I'm like, I don't really fully understand what the, the hell's dinner happening. scene between him and Elizabeth Becky. Yeah. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was just like, what is happening? <laughs> and I was like trying to get, and then we get that really cool action sequence in the kitchen. So I'm like, all right, I'll let me enjoy this. All right. And then I try to go and then I try to go back to like, deciphering this code, this Nolan code. Yes. And yeah, like I said, man, when we, once we got to that Freeport scene, I'm just like, uh, I don't, yeah, I was completely done. And that's, and that's not like me. I'm not the type of person to turn my brain off in the movie. Right. I like to understand what's going on. I like to appreciate, um, even if it's a shitty movie. Right. Like if there's an awesome scene in a shitty movie, I at least want to understand it in its context, you know. Right. And at least because, appreciate that scene. Right. Yeah. Because because then you because you can say that about a gazillion movies about how like you can have a shitty movie but you have certain scenes that stick out, certain mm-hmm. scenes that are good. Um but you know, so even so I still want to understand the film, but I just couldn't like I just literally I got to I we were about by that point with the free part, it's almost like an hour in. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, look, I'm literally just trying so hard to understand like I don't want to do this, but fuck it. And I just like I went into the little SpongeBob's in my brain, and I told him like, guys, go home, <laughs> take the night just off, take the night off. It's fine. Come back tomorrow. We'll figure it out. And uh, and then yeah, and then from there, I was just cruise controlling, and so much cool stuff was going on. I was like, that's really cool. I don't know what's happening, <laughs> but it's really cool. <laughs> and that was just literally my mindset for the rest of the movie from that free port point on. Right. That's just how I was, and I'm like, fuck it, let's do this. Yeah, I totally get where you're coming from because the movie is very confusing, but I think it's designed that way. So I wasn't upset that I was confused. And had well, maybe no not idea. confusing, but complex. Well, it's complex. Uh, uh, designed as a complex movie. I yes. don't want people to think that. Like, I don't. I mean, for all we know, Nolan could deliberately be fucking with us. <laughs> he could. But, be. <laughs> but you know, um, I think it, it is designed as a very complex, depth, like ambitious film well i also think it goes into him like what we were saying before him pushing the boundary of storytelling mm-hmm. because i like that he's giving you a movie that is challenging and that you're that you might not understand what's going on the first time might not even understand what's going on the second time but if maybe eventually you'll start to get it the more times you watch it so i appreciate that aspect that the movie has this sort of rewatchability to understand it. because when i came out of it i didn't know what was going on but i wanted to know what was going on i want to understand it i was mm-hmm. watching videos all night trying to figure out what the hell i just watched what was going on like i i can't wait to to go back and rewatch it to keep diving into it and try to unpack what is happening but yeah it's uh 
it's 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 definitely something that is not going to be for everybody. I will say that because there are people that aren't going to care after they watch it, you know, to to want to unpack it. I feel like it's one of those things where people are going to ask, like, is this necessary? Like, exactly. Why did we get this? Like, we had all these all this resources, all this money to do whatever you wanted. You gave us some great films. Like, why did you have to go ahead and do something and, like and this? make it like this? Yeah. And look, that's everyone. I, I'm, I'm kind of like on the sense. I'm kind of like on the boat of both people because yeah. I think there are the known haters and I think there are the known enthusiasts. Yes, I think the known enthusiasts are going to just go ahead and just like I'm not saying you necessarily, but are just gonna go in there and say like like you did that like this was a masterpiece. I don't care if whatever like you know it was it was an achievement. And those people, um, I see some of those people the same as I see some of the people who saw Lighthouse, mm-hmm. like people who went in there and saw Lighthouse and just look. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really like, I you know, I feel like 95 percent of the people who came out and were just giving the movie this praise, this amazing I praise, didn't buy it I, at all, <laughs> at all. I just saw like you went in there, you saw something different, cool aspect ratio, cool black and white, really good performances, really good performances, and you just came out like, it, it, it's like fucking Brooklyn hipsters. Nothing against Brooklyn hipsters. I love Brooklyn hipsters. But they're like, bro, try this water. It's like in a box. <laughs> Like, it's what? also really funny that Pattinson has been in two movies back to back now that are just well, like... Well, that these... just goes to show the kind of... Because it's very much like Nolan. Mm-hmm. Pattinson likes to challenge himself. Yeah. So he's like, I want to take on these roles. You're going to give me help grow as an actor. And whether people get it or not, that's completely up to them. But mm-hmm. it's like it's like that. Some of these, some of the stuff that I saw, because I watch and I listen to reviews and all that stuff after I see the movie. I don't like to go into the movie knowing stuff because mm-hmm. I don't want to... I don't want to like fuck myself up. Yeah. But a lot of stuff that I saw, I just didn't buy some of what these people were saying. For, of, for, for the Lighthouse? For, for positive. No. Well, for yeah, for Lighthouse. Yeah. But some of like the positive reviews that I saw for Nolan, I'm just like, dude, I don't buy what you're saying. Oh, you mean some of these people that came out saying like this yeah, is Yeah, they like, were just like, come, yeah. like, this is amazing and blah, blah. I'm like, I don't believe that you understood it. I'm right. sorry. You might have. But for me, it's just one of those feelings where you kind of understand someone's um, like genuinity, like mm-hmm. whether they're being genuine or not. Or they're really, or whether they're just kind of like sucking on the tea, right? You know, and I felt like a lot of these people, very much like Lighthouse, yeah. were just kind of sucking on the tea of this right. movie. I felt like there were maybe a few sort of like honest, genuine reviews that I saw, but uh, I saw, like, I saw. So those were like kind of like from the positive perspective, from the negative perspective, same thing. Right. People were just ready to hate it because mm-hmm. for whatever reason, Nolan does have his haters, and that's fine. Well, he has his haters, and and then I think because of the fact that this movie was at one point touted as as being as it was going to be the savior of cinema from coming back from right. COVID, and then there was a lot of issues of back and forth of of delaying the movie, and then the fact that they decided to stick with their guns and have it come out. When things aren't 100% safe, I think there are also people that hate that aspect. I think there's people that hate Nolan, that he pushed for this movie to come out as early as it did. And I think and just, some people want to watch the world burn. And, and you're just going to have like that bias, you know what right. I mean? That bias of like, how dare you release this movie while all this stuff is going on, you know And what you I mean? want it to fail. Like, exactly. I understand that people want it to fail. So like, they want to see like the bad reviews. So they go in there and they kind of just, they kind of, you know, um, suck off of that tea of just being bad. <laughs> There's, kind a, of, there's a lot of teeth sucking. A lot of teeth sucking going on. I'm just putting the putting the the movie down. So from both sides, I saw reactions and reviews that I just didn't buy. Right. That I didn't get. But I just don't understand. Like, to me, Nolan might understand this. Yeah. But I don't even know if he does. I think he was just a little trying to, like... I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if he still doesn't really have the complete grasp of what mm-hmm. the story he was trying to tell... But he went for it anyway because, like you said, he's trying to push that boundary. Like, okay, let me give the best version of kind of this idea that I have in my head to the people and just kind of move on. Like, right. let me test myself as a director, 
this story is challenging in itself, even to me. Mm-hmm. Let me see how good I can do it. And then, like you said, that can possibly influence other people. Like, I appreciate your, your like, I accept this challenge, exactly. Christopher Nolan. Exactly. Now yeah. let me go ahead and maybe do something different. So right. it's just him, again, just kind of pushing the envelope, setting this example of, of what great cinema could be. Mm-hmm. And I think on that aspect, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Like, I appreciate you. However, I just think the the it's it's I do fall a little bit into that sort of notion of like was this really necessary that we're getting this and it's just like like part of me just gets a little turned off at at it. No, yeah, no, and I, I would I would definitely agree with you because I was definitely struggling with this movie definitely on the ride back. Like I was going back and forth in my head. I'm like, did I like this? Did yeah. I not like it? Like like what's going on here? And then the more the more that I that I read about it and and started to understand it, I started to grasp things more. And you know, there's there's always these movies that you watch where you're kind of on the fence about it, and you're either going to focus on the positives of it or you're going to reflect on the negatives of it. And either those negatives are going to get worse for you and it's going to outshine the positives, or the positives are going to get better for you. It's going to outshine the negatives. Now, this movie does not come without its flaws. It obviously has its flaws. And one of the things, obviously, is it's audio mixing. It's really hard to understand dialogue. And I know that there's portions where they're describing something that's that's gonna ma- that's making sense to the story for the audience to kind of grasp on, but you can't hear what the fuck they're saying, whether it's in, whether they're wearing masks or the environment, like the background noise is just really jacked up. Like it's, it's like, in, and especially like when Aaron Taylor Johnson's character comes into play, mm-hmm. he's having a conversation with John David Washington before I think they go into like that final battle. And I know what they're talking about is important, but I can't hear what the fuck they're saying. No, and something else too. Some of the accents are a little rough. Some of the accents, some of the accents are, are a little thick. heavy, are a little, a little thick. Yeah, um, I think the where I first got lost in the beginning when he rescues that Russian person. Um, like looking back at it now, I don't think that I literally had to do. I don't really think that was um, well, important or not. Well, I think with the the whole thing of of that aspect. Not that I want to sit here and explain the entire movie, but you know, he was he was tasked with you know. CIA to go in and rescue this this person who was uh, almost like a sleeper agent, mm-hmm. try to bring them out because what he was looking for ended up being the first piece of the algorithm. Right. That was kind of what I gathered. But it was also like a test. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. Like, in, well, this this is where you can get really wishy washy with trying right. to break so things it's, down. It's kind of tough to really understand because. It was a test, but not really because the Russians are real and work for Kenneth Branagh. Yes. But at the same time, like that's what I'm saying. It's it's some stuff that's just a little tough to kind of figure out. And when you have something like that, at least for me personally, so early on, mm-hmm. and then you're trying to crack it and the movie's just going at a thousand miles per hour. Right. Then you just get left behind. Yes. And it's just like, um, I, I, I'm not against like fast pacing, but it's just... Again, Nolan just wanted to tell his story this way, and it may, and it's just, I think some of the way, in some ways that he told it, and some ways that it was executed, and despite the fact that it's like, um, that's a feat from a filmmaking standpoint, right? I think some of those uh, ways that, that it was done and executed is what's really going to turn people off, and that's yes. kind of like what turned me off too at times, and I'm, just, I'm like you, like, I'm still going back and forth trying to figure out, because um, I'm trying to understand it. Mm-hmm. So I can appreciate it a little bit more, but at the same time, the more I try, the more you almost kind of just get a little. You're literally being inverted. He no, yeah, no, he's like legit it's, fucking it's, with it's, you. It's like I go back and I go, I keep getting pulled back and forth. You know yeah. what I mean? You know because you're you're asking this question of of is it necessary for him to tell a story like this? Like like why like why do it like this? Is it necessary? And I think a follow up question would be like why not? Mm-hmm. Why not try something new? Why not why not do it like this? You know what I mean? Like like we've 
we've seen him like I, I feel like if this movie had more of a linear feel to it I think it would have just felt too much like Inception you know what or I mean Interstellar. or Interstellar and, and you know maybe that's that's a knock on him for not having a new enough idea or enough original of an idea you know what I mean but like I think it's it's almost in the same sense of like Dunkirk right Dunkirk is your standard war movie but how he tells it and its structure makes it unique Actually, that's a good point because it's almost taking both the elements of Inception. This is taking actually all those elements. It is. It's taking the elements of Inception, Interstellar, and merging them. Merging them. (laughs) So, yeah. So, he's literally taking all his his past experiences and uh, forms of storytelling and literally putting them. Trying to put them all together. Into one. Right. Right. You know, and then, you know, and and it's it it always goes back to that thing of, of, you know, maybe it'll work, maybe it won't. But as an artist, as a director, I think you need to sometimes try and you know depending on how you feel about the movie if you think it's a fail i think maybe it's a it's a big fail mm-hmm. not not big in the terms of that oh it's it's terrible but it's it's big in the sense that like this is an ambitious you know movie that maybe didn't work for you mm-hmm. but it's it's a, maybe it's a necessary ambitious fail you know what right. I, you know what, you know what i mean like it's one of those things where i think you need to try things you need to figure things out it's just crazy that the fact that it's it's you know cost 250 million dollars and it's a studio movie like this is this is the most art house this is probably the most expensive art house movie i think i've ever watched bro totally yeah. i totally agree with you and again it's just one of those things where it's like I, I can't, like, I'll appreciate a movie for its filmmaking, but if it's not a good movie, I'm not going to say that, it, I'm not going to give it, like, a high score. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And to me, kind of, like, just to go back to what we were saying, this, like you were saying, it, this, to me, just kind of felt like, to be a little metaphor here, it felt like the one dude who tries to sound smarter. So he says, like, big words. Right. When he can easily say it a different way. And I know that guy very well because that's me sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm talking to clients, I'll, like, say shit, you know, with bigger words just to try to sound smarter. Um, and it, it kind of sounds like that. Like, you're just – you're trying to sound and seem like a much smarter movie uh, with all this, like, sci-fi elements in it when in reality you couldn't ha- – you could have been much more simpler. Oh, However, oh, 100%. He just wanted to. He wanted to be the smart. Right. He wanted to try to big do this in a complex way. Yeah. yeah. And however, and that's that was just him. That's how he wanted to do it. Right. Fine. Um, would I have preferred the much more simpler way? Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. I'll never know because I'll never see that, that that version. Right. But uh. But yeah, like it's it's kudos to him. We're just going. I we're going to be dissecting this movie for a long time. Well, I feel like, and that's and that's what I think is probably one of the positives about the movie is that it's not just a throwaway movie, you know. And and even 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 in some of his own filmography, you know, you could watch it once and be like, cool, got it, never mm-hmm. need to see it again. You know what I mean? Like, but with this, I feel like that it's 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 his most interesting movie. I think it's his most intriguing movie, and it's probably even more so than Inception because because for me, like, I know some people got. Um, you know, there, there, you know, you had those people that were, you know, confused by Inception, but, you know, you maybe you would agree. I feel like Inception, even the first time you saw it, is pretty straightforward. Inception, in you have of- Inception, you have a, um, both Interstellar as well. It is a little confusing, but you have a clear grasp of what's going on. Exactly. And then it's those Inception, and Interstellar, are both movies that, literally within two more viewings, you almost have it pretty much locked down. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay, oh, okay. But for this one, it's it's like it's like well. <laughs> Yeah. It's like just mind, like, right. holy shit. And then, and then you could also ask the question, if this was any other director, would you give it the same sort of... Um, well, I, that's the thing. That's what we were talking about in, in the car at home. That yeah. It's the name. It's right. the name Nolan. It's and the it's name. Like, 
whether if his name was not attached to this, like like who, what, who knows yeah, what would have happened? Yeah, what would I would I give it the sort of attention exactly. that I'm giving this one? Mm-hmm. Like like am I am I reaching because I want to understand it because it's Nolan? Exactly because and, I think as as a film lover and as someone who just loves the film that he's done, mm-hmm. you almost kind of just let's be real here. You almost want to give her the benefit of the doubt, right? And that might not be fair to other directors. It might not be fair to right. any other movies, but. That's just the kind of respect, and that's what he's earned given his filmography over the past, like, 15, 20 years. Absolutely, which I think is why he's allowed to do things like exactly. this. Exactly. That's you know why he I mean? can come on a piece of paper and give it to Warner <laughs> right. Brothers, and are like, oh, my God, yes. Yeah, exactly. So, in, in that sense, it's, it's yeah, yeah. And like I was saying before, like, it's it's a movie that I, that I want to keep revisiting, and it's a movie that I want to understand, whether or not it's, you know, asking those questions of, does it deserve to be understood? You know, sh- should should we be spending this much time on it? You know, why didn't he just tell it like, you know, your, your, your simpler classic way, you know? And it's just one of those things you just kind of throw your hands up and just be like, I, you know, I, sure. I, I don't really know. You know, it's just it's 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 why. And this is the other thing, too, is I love I love that that we have this sort of movie because of the fact that it's it's a studio movie. It's a blockbuster. It, it costs as much as it did. And it's. It's, it's going to cause debate. It's going to cause people to hate it. It's going to cause people to love it. It's going to cause people to be in the middle. It's going to cause people to want to research it and rewatch it and dissect it. And I think that, you know, when it comes to movies and cinema, that's what you want. You want you, you need to have movies like this, regardless mm-hmm. of whether you can't have everything be the same. You can't have it just be like another like if this was another Inception, I probably still would have loved it. But maybe I wouldn't have been as intrigued by it or interested by it. You know what I mean? Right. But it's like it's like what you said. Um, There's people I know for a fact there's people who are going to come in here, not get it, not understand, not care and then just check out. 100 percent. I don't think I don't I think the reviewing factor for this movie is going to be so split yes there's going to be like those people who really want to go back and analyze and dissect it bit by bit mm-hmm. and there are some people who are just going to check out right away right right now um this is cool because we're kind of split you're ready to go see this again yes i'm ready to just like let my brain set for like a while and then and before re- i and then go revisit it yeah later. like i literally to be honest have no desire to see this movie like anytime soon okay at all i'm just like i saw it i appreciate it for for what it was for what i was trying to do but i'm just like I need to step away. Yeah. Like, step away. Right. Try to f- try to maybe recollect something. And then when I'm ready, you know, because I'm a little sensitive, when I'm ready, <laughs> I'll go back and I'll, right. I'll, I'll revisit it. You see, it. but in a way, I kind of love that the movie is throwing so many people for a loop. Well, that's what, no, that's what I'm saying. That's what's yeah. good. Because, yeah. like, you have, like, right here, we're a prime example of, yeah. like, literally how... I'll, how we're split like you're going in a certain direction like we're, bro we're being inverted we're being inverted again Nolan is no just way. inverting everything <laughs> but you're going this what way I'm going this way and uh, there's gonna be so many your wizard Harry sound bites I know, in this I know. episode <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah but that's how that's how it is I'm literally going with with this I'm going with the blue team and you're the red team I'm the red team yeah Yeah, and we're just literally split and that's, that's just how which, it is which that's the one thing that I want to talk about before we kind of give somewhat of a great of a score on this movie which i know it's going to be it's going to be weird to score this movie but the relationship between john david washington and robert pattinson i don't want to get into like the nitty-gritty of how the whole inversion works of, of when they actually met in time the physics of it the physics of it and <laughs> yeah. everything uh but the thing that i want to comment on it is a lot of people are saying that the movie doesn't have that much of an emotional investment in these characters but with that ending that kind of recontextualizes their relationship from the beginning how they met all this different kind of stuff. And I feel like that when I, when I talk about rewatchability, I feel like going back, 
I'm going to feel more weight for these characters because I know of, of what kind of history they have. Like, mm -hmm. and I was thinking about it and I saw some people commenting on it. And as I was watching certain videos of them trying to break it down of when they supposedly met in time and all this different other stuff, I started to feel more weight for these characters and actually care that John Day Washington was so upset at the end when Pattinson was like walking away and he's like, this is the end of our friendship, but it's the beginning for you. And I was like, oh man, I was like, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. You know, so like I kind of felt that. So that's- you felt it. I felt it. I yeah, felt that. I felt that. So that's kind of like my um, my comment on the movie not having any emotional stakes is, and the whole thing with rewatchability is I feel like the more times you watch it, you'll be able to, you'll be able to feel it more. Yeah. Well, I was also, that kind of, that was to me, it's kind of like a negative because I did think that there was some emotional stakes. But however, I thought it was, kind of like um a, a stake in regards to like um it's for my son yes. or it's for my daughter it's, right. which is something that we've seen like a zillion times i know yeah so like that kind of emotional stake because like we were saying before elizabeth to becky who's great um she's essentially like the the main kind of a lot of stuff is driving through her yeah she's she's the heart of the story pretty like, much yeah, yeah. and her, and her heart literally the heart of the heart of the story is her son right so so it's it's that again like so it's it's like it's for my son. It's for mm -hmm. my son. It's for my child. And look, we're not dads. We don't know what everyone always says. Like when you become a father, you'll then understand. You'll, then you'll understand. Yeah, yeah. So I could imagine that it's it's like this sort of unimaginable, unspokable, whatever bond. But it's something that we just see all the time. So I'm like, okay, I get the emotional standpoint. However, I've seen this before mm -hmm. many times. Yes. So it's like, I don't disagree that it's not there. However. I, I, it is there. I just think that's something that it's not necessarily new. Right. Oh, well, I would agree with that. Yeah, right. Absolutely. All right. Is there anything else you want to discuss? Anything else you want to delve into? I don't into? know, man. I, I, can, I can probably... See, again, I don't know if I could talk about this movie a lot because I feel like I would just be repeating myself over and over again. Right. Until, I'll be in a time loop. Well, and this thing, too, is is I think the... Uh, yeah, and I feel like I'm saying the same thing too. I'm like, maybe once you rewatch more of it, then people can have more of an understanding of it, and then there's more things to dive into. You know? What yeah. I, mean? I just think, um, like, I do just kind of want to reiterate again to go back in time, just of 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 that, just like, of, um, I guess I was gonna, I guess I was gonna go back and talk about the known haters again, but I don't think we have to. Never mind. No, it's fine. Never mind. We'll <laughs> invert backwards here. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll invert it. We'll invert it backwards. All right, Martin. So I'm I'm actually really curious to see how you're going to grade this. How I'm going to grade? Okay. Yeah. Um, what's the RT right now? It's like seventy something. It's like seventy four. It's it's this is getting a, a very similar response that Interstellar had when it first came out. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people didn't didn't buy. Um, when you get to the third act, people just were checking out of it. Right. In Interstellar, and I think I feel like it's the same. It's the same kind of thing here. Right. I um. To, to kind of recap, there is a lot of good in this movie. Um, the sprinkles. Metaphor. A lot of the sprinkles in this movie are really good. They're very tasty. I like it. However, you got to understand that in regards to a larger picture, I don't... I'm not saying that it doesn't work mm -hmm. because I don't understand it. Right. So I can't really say it's not good in regards to the movie because I don't really understand it. So I just think the film, the film was very ambitious. Christopher Nolan literally took all his story telling elements that he that he created that he kind of learned and inherited from inception from mm -hmm. interstellar from dunkirk and he literally meshed them all together right and he created this sort of very complex very this story with a lot of depth mm -hmm. um and he achieved something that was amazing from a filmmaking standpoint like we said before already the fact that there's little literally like zero to like minimal to like no cg everything is practical 
the scale of the film, the like, this is not easy. Like right. everyone would know this. Like we're not movie directors, but we can imagine that this is not easy. And the fact that he was able to execute everything so properly, mm-hmm. like the guy's just uh, the guy's a wizard. Yeah. Um, however, despite all that, the movie and the storytelling for itself, as of now, as of now, for me, just just didn't work. I I I couldn't get engaged. I was confused. I I, I tried to follow along. And as cool as it was to see some of these action pieces, I couldn't properly enjoy them because I didn't know how it was working in context of the film. Mm-hmm. So from that standpoint, the movie as a whole, I would give it a six point one. So yeah, it right now I'm 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 struggling if I like this movie or not. Right now I'm more on the I don't like it, mm-hmm. but whenever I get back to it, it's not gonna be anytime soon. I know yeah, that yeah. fact. Um, whenever I get back to actually seeing the movie and learning a little bit more about it, um. I'll give it a better grade. But right now, I'm just, if we were to cut it down the middle and we just had the acting, the filmmaking, the directing, all that stuff, and then the movie, like, the like all that stuff, like acting A, directing A, mm-hmm. um, filmmaking A, yeah. but then the actual film, it's like coming together. Like, yeah. That's just where it just doesn't work for me. And right. It just kind of gets lost and all this weird, crazy storytelling. Ambitious A, but mm-hmm. um, I, I just couldn't. It's not there for me just yet. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to give it a 6.1 for now. And I think that's where you're, in terms of how you watch movies and how you perceive movies and your take on specific things is going to really come into play for this movie. Like for me personally, I will always reward like ambition and, you know, taking big swings because I feel like that's necessary in order for cinema to progress, in order for things to move forward, in order for things to be different and new and I, I just think it's it's a very necessary thing, and I think Tenant delivers on that front, you know, with you know, like you said, A plus, like yeah. A plus on that. Uh, I love all the acting; the action scenes are phenomenal. Directing's great. Uh, it's a it, it's it's a story that's really intriguing, and, and I and I think it's it's a movie where the story might it, it might unfold better with more rewatches. Like I, I don't I don't know yet. Like it's it's. One of those things where I think I have a somewhat of a handle on this, especially after, like, I think I have a handle on the story, especially after watching people kind of break it down and dissect it more. And I'm like, okay, this is starting to make sense now. I understand why this happens. I understand why this happens. Maybe not the whole thing, like the big picture, but it's like, for me, I feel like I'm getting there. I'm definitely getting there. So in terms of a grade. I probably have to, because I, I, I started watching people and I just started getting more mad because like I said, I found the the enthusiasts and the haters. Yeah. And I was just like, I appreciate you. Like, not necessarily appreciate, but I'm like, you're over here just sucking the tea, but I don't buy that you really liked it. And right. you're over here um, not sucking the tea. And I feel like, you know, just right. for no well, reason. Well, that was the cool thing too, was I found this, the, this one guy that was kind of giving a breakdown of the whole movie and like, like he, at the end, he said that he really, he like, like he enjoyed it and he looks forward to going back and watching it. He wasn't giving it glowing praise, but mm-hmm. he definitely said that he enjoyed the experience and he can't, he can't, he can't That's wait to watch saying. it again. You can tell when someone's being genuine and yes. when someone's not and but, when someone's just hating. But the one thing that I loved was that as he was talking about it, he was like, actually, that doesn't make sense. And he's like, there, and he, and he even came to the same thing that I am. I, there's, there's just certain, there's certain logical leaps you have to take, mm-hmm. and whether or not you're willing to take them, that's going to depend on how you, how you feel about the movie. You know well, what I mean? It's a leap of faith. It's a leap of faith. Roll together. So for me, and this, this could be somewhat of a Nolan curve because I love this guy so much. I love everything that he does, and because of my feelings on this movie in general, whether or not I completely understood it, or whether or not I think it's necessary to tell a story like this, I think it's a necessary movie to push the boundaries and to keep cinema moving forward, to keep direct, to, to keep these sorts of stories moving forward, 
and to, you know, influ so in, influence so the industry. From a progressive standpoint. From a progressive standpoint, I think I'm going to go with an 8.2. 8.2, okay. It's not Nolan's best work, but it's one that I can't wait to revisit. It's one that I can't wait to dissect more. It's one that I can't wait to break down and understand and, you know, maybe learn something new. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll actually, like, learn something about physics. I should have paid attention in high school, but, you know. All right, so just to kind of have like a little bit of discussion, mm -hmm. just just to kind of be fair, yeah. you know, how how would you separate the people from? Because we th both thought Olgar was not a good movie. Yes. However, a lot of the praise and a lot of the things that people were saying was that it was a progressive film. Right. And that's why they gave it high praise. How do you differ from something like this praising it as a progressive film to something like that as well? Because that also had cool action sequences. Yeah. Uh, unlike in Tenet, which we don't really understand, we kind of understood that movie. Yes. It did not work. But um, both are sort of, I guess both are seen as progressive films, mm -hmm. so to speak. So then how, like, how would you kind of balance both of those balls? Right. I mean, like, I, I don't, <laughs> I, like, I don't want to sound like that. I'm like the end all be all to when it comes to, you know, making decisions on what makes a good story and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. I just know that the old guard for me, the storytelling was just flat and boring. Like right. I didn't care about what was going on. Whereas with something like Tenant. I, I, I did care what was going on. I just might have not completely understood every little aspect of it. With the old guard, uh, like I do, like like it is definitely is maybe it's, it's it's you know, I do appreciate, uh, you know, the progressiveness of it. The fact that they had, you know, a gay couple front and center. The fact that the movie was made mainly by women, I think, was was one of the, yeah, like was 80%. one of the things that was 80%, mm -hmm. which was, you know, which is awesome. It's, it's, it's great to see that. But just in turn, which like all that can be there. But if the movie doesn't work for you, it's not going to work for you. And that's right. kind of it. And I'm not begrudging anybody that 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 comes out and flat out says that they hate a tenant. I've seen people say that they love like ev they've loved every Nolan movie but this one. And I get it because it's one of his most least accessible. That's why I said it's a really expensive art house movie. And it does things that, you know, typically aren't. Um, what you would normally get with these sorts of movies, you know, the type of storytelling that it is and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely one that I struggle with. And if you want to call me out for, for being a Nolan fanboy, that's totally fine. I totally... I would well, that's why I wanted to have the discussion because yeah. I think that needs to kind of be... Yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 you know? and if, if you want to say I'm a Nolan fanboy, I mean, I, I am, I am a huge Nolan fanboy. Like, I'm, I'm not saying that, like, it's that, you know, I think I think where people get, get things twisted is where someone's telling... Like, like, that'd be like me if I'm telling that you're wrong for that score. Like, because mm -hmm. you don't appreciate Christopher Nolan. You don't appreciate his artistry, right. blah, 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 you're, No one's ever wrong. Yeah, no, Every, yeah. That's everyone's the, opinion is the same. And however that opinion is perceived, that's yes. totally up to that person. Yes, which, which is which is kind of where I'm at. That's why if someone came up to me and said, I fucking hate a tenant, I'd be like, yeah, I get it. I get why you didn't like it. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, fine. Like, 100%. So, but for me... Even if someone came up to me and said, I hated The Dark Knight, I'd be like... <laughs> like, well, all right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> What the fuck? But cool. <laughs> but still, you know what I mean? It's it, it's still that it's still that aspect. I'll never begrudge somebody for saying that they love the specific movie, even if I think the movie's totally terrible and dog shit. You know what right. I mean? Like that's just how it is. You can't you can't tell somebody that they're wrong because everybody comes at a movie with different experiences, different backgrounds, different ways to look at things, and that's just how it goes. That's why I love movies so much because you could look at a movie like, look, I love Batman vs Superman. Everyone fucking hates that movie, but there's just things nah, that bro, happen. No, you got in some that. people on there. I know I got people, but there's just there's things in that Not movie that guy. just that I know. <laughs> but there's just things in that movie that I look at a certain way that makes me love it, and I think the same thing goes for Tenant. I think I just I just dig like Nolan's vibe. I dig the, how he does things, and 
maybe that overshadows uh, the, the flaws. And I'm, I'm also recognizing that he has flaws as a director. It's well known that he's a very, that he has his flaws like any other director does. He's not perfect. You know, you, you don't have to kiss his feet and think that he's the Messiah of cinema. You but know what fine. I mean? It's like, like the Nolan stuff. It's, it's like you you have the, the Nolan stuff. Yes. And the Nolan stuff that works is so evident. Every, like we were just talking about the guns. Right. The guns, the gun, the bullets, the, the sh- like it's, that's Nolan. Right. But the same bag goes on the other side too. Like, where the Nolan issues are still the Nolan issues, like yes. it still keeps it's, going. It's, it's still yeah. there, yeah. But but for me, like like I I do I stand by me giving this an eight point two. Like I stand I stand by it, and that's just how it is. Like like I said, like I'm gonna rewatch it. If I hated it, I probably wouldn't want to rewatch it. You know what I mean? But I want to rewatch it. I want to understand it. I want to I want to keep going with this movie, and that's just how I am. And that's why I just love Christopher Nolan because he does this all the time. He has these thought provoking ideas, these big ambitious ideas. And he's just going for it. And he's the only director, literally the only director that can get $250 million to make a movie like this. Mm-hmm. And there's something to be said about that. There's something to appreciate about that. And when he comes out with his next one, it's going to be at the very top of my anticipated list, no matter what. So now, I think, that's no, just, yeah, no matter that, what, and that's I'm just, just gonna, how it is. You I'm know what I mean? Like ready to, to I'm, see I'm always going to take a ride with him and see if the ride is worth, you know, well, it's, that's if, what we're saying. Yeah. It's like, he's just, he's earned this trust by mm-hmm. this point. So they're like, he, do we, I highly doubt the studio heads at Warner Bros. knew what the fuck they were reading when he gave them the script. Right. But they were like, dude, you've earned it. Go for it. And, do and, your thing. And I would also say because of the the response, I don't think he's going to be able to do something like this again. You know what I mean? I think some of the people... I, I, that's, I hope not. I hope that's not the case. No, well, I mean, not, not that I think that he would because I don't think he likes to... I mean, like, he does repeat themes, but I don't think he wants to do, like, another movie like this. Like, I think he wants to do something different like because he likes to do different things right so i think he wants to he'll probably work time in somehow but i think he's going to tell a different story it's going to be done a different way but i even but i even think if he came to a studio with something similar to tenant not you know told in the same way i think they'd be like well wait a minute now you know i mean i I hope but i mean again we don't know what's gonna happen in the future if for some reason if this for some reason does have a big effect on the next movie because Mm -hmm. if um people simply just don't want to go see it because they didn't like tenant or for whatever reason Mm -hmm. Then that would be unfortunate because how we know how Hollywood is. It's yeah. kind of like what have you done for me lately? Yes. Now what did you do for me ten years ago? Well, which is funny because that's why I'm I'm seeing so many people just hate on Nolan for Tenant, and it's like, well, he just did Dunkirk three years ago, and Dunkirk was amazing, and it right. You know but what that's I mean? unfortunately like, just the, 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 the industry. That's just it's how it is. Yeah. What, like you know, you can have a you can have a series of bombs. Mm-hmm. You have one good one, and then boom, you're on top of the you're world back, again. Yeah. yeah, it's literally vice versa. So hopefully it doesn't affect the. the I mean, we're. We're, I think, in a certain bubble where, like, doesn't matter whether this movie sucked or not. We were yeah. still been up front and center to see the next one. Absolutely. So, I guess only time will tell with that. But, but yeah, I guess we'll just. I think we'll just. We can just. We can leave it at that. Yeah, we're like, we'll just invert back. We'll invert back. We'll invert back and wrap this. This wrap is this, this, this is definitely one where we can end the video and just be like to be continued with a couple question marks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with this movie, but. All right, guys, that does it for us, Nerds Nation. Um, have you guys seen Tenet? Uh, did you uh, did you brave going out to the theater in a post-COVID world? If you did, comment on your thoughts. We'd love to dive in and talk with people about this movie because mm-hmm. I feel like there's just going to be endless conversations about it. Um, but as always, guys, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Remember to like this video and subscribe to our YouTube page. And remember, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else where you can see that big, beautiful FN logo. Yep. And just a quick little sign note. I thought the theater did a really good job handling the post-COVID situation. Sanitizer all the stations. I wipe down wear your they, mask they gave you everything like they handled all like all the all the refresh because you know i love my snacks i had i got my cut my got corn my nachos my drinks and they literally handled everything so mm-hmm. um i thought they did a good job with that and yeah 
Thank you for joining us. <laughs> we'll see you either tomorrow or yesterday. Who knows? It hasn't happened yet. It hasn't, it hasn't even happened <laughs> yet. This review didn't even happen. This review does not even happen yet. Like we have, we're talking. Uh, you're probably hearing us backwards right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but thank you and uh, take care, Nerds Nation. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye.